Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date <laughs> is August the 26th. This is Hold episode up. 29. Hold episode up. 29. I'm coming in with an NPR-like vibe in case no. NPR would like to pick us up. No. We can't come in too hot because they might think that we're not uh, for their demographic. So let's do something a little calmer today, fellas. I am uh, the Black Ryan. I am here with Boxwine Poppy and Ghetto Phenom. How are you fellas doing today? Man, I'm about to fall asleep at that terrible intro, man. Do that over again. <laughs> I'm not doing that over. I'm going to change my name for this episode. I'm going to be the Suburban Phenom. Oh, I like it. Suburban Phenom. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. So, fellas, it's been a whole week. It's been a long week for me. So, uh, let's start off with some house cleaning stuff. House cleaning stuff. Five-star reviews. I have fell asleep on the five-star reviews. We did get one that I wanted to uh, address. This is from back in July, July 26th by J. Irv Gotti. He gave us four stars. It says, Pretty Black Podcast. All right. Pretty black. We are pretty black. He must have watched, listened to the episode when I was out. (laughs) (laughs) He said, love how the three hosts play off one another and stay focused on black happenings and issues around the country. All right. So we appreciate the the, uh, review. Yeah, Uh, appreciate it. Only four stars. Only four, but that's okay. Like I said, I'll take a four. I'm going to try to earn that one. We're going to work hard to get that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to work hard and try to get that one. So, all of you all out there, uh, be like J. Irv Gotti and uh, find the iTunes. Find somebody with iTunes. Have them sign in for you and then go in. Rate the Black Delicates podcast. We want to get up in the reviews so we can uh, uh, get some traction on the podcast. So, But we appreciate your, your time and, and effort it took to give us a review. Thanks a lot. Show. Sure. But from there, let's go straight into this weekend, fellas. Um, I have devised a new way of doing this. So that, because Ishmael said that I never go first. So are you ready? This is the randomizer. The randomizer, I'm pressing it now. Go. Or you could have just went first <laughs> and saved the I'm randomizer. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just going to keep hitting the randomizer, though, until it don't say I go first. Paul, how was your weekend, Brownness? My weekend, my week was pretty boring, man. Didn't do too much. It was, it was a Carlton Banks type weekend. Uh, funny thing that happened today. <laughs> You know, my wife and I, we've been together for a long time. So, you know, we've had this run. She, she has this running uh, kind of, you know, off and on debate with me about how she says I snore and I am adamant that I do not snore. And I I, I don't know if you guys are like me, fellas, but like, I don't believe that I do snore at all. Oh, Every now and then, maybe like if I'm perched up high on the pillow or whatever like that, maybe you catch me snoring and I can, I, I, I can see that to her. But I was like, I don't snore usually. But then last night, for whatever reason, I got the kid to bed. Came back into our bedroom. It was like, you know, searching around the internet or whatever like that and then finally fell asleep. But my wife decided, like, she had had enough. So she got the phone out and she decided to record me. There you go. Oh, shoot. There you go. Easy way. And look, did not even even wait to hit me with it this morning when she first woke up. And not (laughs) wait to hit me up at noon. Just like, like randomly at like 5.30 in the evening tonight. She just, she, 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 she wanted to play it for me. And oh man, I was embarrassed. So, I mean, and I was, I was snoring so bad. And I was like, oh God, I got so, so yeah, I'm looking into breathe the right strips, whatever I can, man, to get rid of this because I was like, oh man, I didn't know, I didn't know it was that bad, man. So she, <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was, she was like, I could not sleep last night. You were so terrible, and so she had to like, you know, get me on my back or like that. So I was like, oh, until I, I shut up. But yeah, man. So I, apparently I'm a snore, man. So I learned that about myself today. I, I'd always deny this, but now, 
you know, 30 some year, odd years later, I finally figured out that I'm a snorer. So I'm depressed about that. And, uh, man, what else did I do? Oh, I went and played football today. So that was awesome. What? Yeah, man, I went and played. So look, I live, I live near a school, like an elementary school. And there's always this group of like, like Middle Eastern dudes that's always out there, like every Sunday playing football. Are you and so usually European I'll be like, football or American football? Man, <laughs> if you, I'm not sure. You gotta, you gotta specify now the way you described it. Which one? Is? American football. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, man. So like, so anyway, there's, there's, there's like, there's a group of dudes out there. They must meet up every Sunday. So I see him out there, and I'm all every, and so I got, you know, I go for my jaws, or sometimes I have the kid because, like I said, it's an elementary school over there where my kid goes to. And so I'll, you know, sometimes I'll be out there with on the playground with him. And so I kind of see him, and I'm like, you know, kind of check him out of the corner of my eye, like, oh, okay, 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 like that, you know. And it's, it seemed like it's a pretty steady group. But these dudes are like all Middle Eastern, man. There's some, there's some hot cars. I mean, I think one dude literally has a Ferrari out there. So I'm like, man, okay. You know, I see, I've been seen out there for like a year, and they, but they come out there pretty consistently. Like maybe not during the summers, but during the fall, they're out there like every Sunday playing, early in the morning. So whatever. So like. Uh, today I just happened to be out there and I was going by and they were, uh, they were like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, we could, uh, you know, we could use an extra person. So I came on out there and was playing and, you know, I got into my, I, I didn't have the right shoes. So I ran back to the house and got, got some better shoes on and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, so playing, man, <laughs> I, I did, I think I did all right, but, uh, but I definitely was sore afterwards. I, mean, I just haven't played football in so long, so it was it was just flag football and stuff like that. But then they brought in some other dudes that came out there later on because at first I thought it was gonna be like like you know like five on five. I was like, okay, this is kind of small. But then man, they now they got they got up to like a, it was eleven on eleven out there. I was like, man, okay. So they were but playing. Did you score any touchdowns though? I did not score any touch. I got really close. I think I got like to the four yard line and then the next pass was into the end zone so i got i got i, I showed off my little moves i had my little repertoire i'm just but at this point my age man i'm just happy i didn't i didn't blow anything blow, blow a knee right. out nothing like that man that's, that's, that's really it uh but yeah i got uh i got a good uh i got a good block on one dude has had a few good catches uh yeah man it was it was cool man it was it was interesting so i might go out and have to do it again but uh yeah man play a little football today so that, that was kind of Kind of exciting for me. Haven't done that in a while, so. And I did get hurt. played since we played in Memphis. Probably. Uh, no, there was a few times like in Nashville and stuff like that. We'd go, we'd go oh, play okay. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But man, it's been it's been at least ten years since I played any. No, I take it back. The one Thanksgiving I played in the hood. I played in the hood in Thanksgiving one year, like like three four years ago, in Tennessee, in my wife, well, my wife's hometown. I, I went deep into the hood there, and I I know I look weird as hell. Everybody, everybody was like, "What is he doing out there?" Did you Did you have your bandana? I did not have no bandana on, <laughs> which made me look even crazier. Cause, cause, <laughs> cause it was man, it was it was yeah, it was it was thuggish, ruggish out there at that school we went to, and uh, and oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, just yeah, they were just kind of like like people didn't know what to do, what to expect of me, but but you know I, I'm in shape, so like you know they they look at me and they're like, oh that dude can run, and that's the thing I could just run all day, so so you know I don't ever get tired. So hey, put me on a deep route. Next one, put me on a deep route. I'm good. I can do it. I can do that all day long. Get tired. Don't get tired. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna jump over top of you and, and leap up here and do some super acrobatic anymore. But I'm, I'm I can I can run all day long, so I, I can keep up with the best of them on that. Anyway, what's up with you guys? Well, I got I got two questions for you. One right. about each of your topics. So first, we're gonna start with the football one. I want to know and be honest with us now. Mm. Did you get knocked out and have to be revived via? Yeah. 
the African uh, <laughs> revival methods. <laughs> he would never admit it. <laughs> That's oh, a little so, inside yeah, joke. It was an inside joke, inside man. Joke. Yeah, some video is sent around today. Some it, dudes. It was a street boxing. Oh, man, that was so crazy. But, yeah, no, I have never been knocked out. Uh, well, I did not get knocked out today. I have been – I've definitely had a concussion from football when I played in high school. I definitely had a concussion one time. I knew that, or at least after the fact, I knew, I, I knew that. Uh, but no, nobody reached into my pants, took my pants down, started, started yanking around or anything. The, the, the part, the, so, so look, look, so what are we talking about? This? Why we just, I mean, because we ain't got much topics. Just talk today. about so it, just, just talk about yeah, it. Yeah, let's, let's go. Man, it's that video, the first thing I thought was like, when you sent it to me, I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, so the dude got, you know, I'm just like, okay, you know, street boxing or whatever like that, but big crowd. I'm like, okay, whatever. And the dude gets knocked out. I'm like, okay, okay. And then what you know what I'm looking at was like how they just manhandled that man's neck when they he got right, cold right. cock and he's out and they just picked that man's neck off the ground I'm like that is like not 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 the wave not the way you should be doing this I thought the man's like neck was gonna be broken because how they just picked him up like that and I saw I was like so at first I was like okay that's that's what Ish wants to see I was like okay yeah that's kind of crazy whatever I'm gonna turn turn this link off then I just keep watching and then I start seeing him take the pants and I'm like. Oh, they, they're trying to roll him. So I, that, my brain is like, oh, they're trying to roll him. You know, they're trying to, they, they, they try, you know, that he's, he's out cold. These, these folks come out the, out the crowd. Uh, you know, they try to take his money. I was like, okay, that's wild too. But I, I guess I, I, I guess I can get, dig that or whatever like that. Then the third part is the part we you talking about where they they playing with his is 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 business. I'm like, man, yes, what is y'all, going they on? they are literally playing with this man's junk, pouring water on his face. They're waterboarding him, and I guess they figured like, hey, one way or another, he gonna wake up. Well, I, I don't understand. Like, you trying to get blood back to his head? You trying to get blood to his, to his to his you know to his pet? What is going on here, fam? I'm like. Uh, so yeah, man, that, was, so, that was crazy. We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. So definitely check out that video because it's just it's just wild. That was one of the better videos of the week for sure. So the the second question I have is about the snoring. I don't understand why people always deny snoring. My like wife. People need that yes, proof sometimes. to where you have to have indisputable proof for it. And yeah. I want to know, Paul, when are you getting your CPAP machine? And are you going to share that? With the listeners, we need a photo of you once you get your sleeping machine with the uh, the little oxygen mask covering. I need to see that. Man, I'm not gonna get the bane uh, the bane outfit <laughs> to go to sleep. I'm not gonna do that. Although if I you know I sound cool like that, I might do. have to might have to pull, pull it out, man. But yeah, I might have to look into some surgery or something like that. But uh, you know, I don't know, man. I just I, honestly, I just never believed it. I, I remember my mom telling me that, like my sister and, and me both snore when we were kids, and we were like, whatever, you know, we don't believe that. Hey, but why do people that snore don't believe it? I mean, if somebody's right. telling you you snore, you snore. They're right. not going to make, make it up. That up? Who going to make yeah. that up as a my wife, My wife tells me, hey, you snore. Sorry, babe. You know, when I'm really tired, I know I snore. Now, her on the other hand, she be snoring sometimes when she's really tired. <laughs> but I say, hey, you snoring. Turn over. I am not snoring. See, you ain't heard no snoring come out of my mouth. One time I recorded her, played the recording back, and she said, that was not me. She said it wasn't her. <laughs> to this you recorded day, yourself. I recorded that's, you. <laughs> that's how I go. Hey, yeah. my wife My wife beat the game. She knows it because I started snoring, I don't know, a little while ago. I think it's probably, they say, people, you know, you gain a little weight, you snore. Eating at 1130 and for you? And so, yeah. nah, so my <laughs> wife, she just wears some earplugs. So no. that way, she good to go. See, I, I I think that my wife gets me on this because man, when she sleeps, she sleeps on her side. And see, like I, 
like I prefer to sleep on my stomach, but like it always messes up my neck. And so like I've been trying to like really focus on my like, uh, you know, like my uh, posture uh, over the last couple of years, you know, focus on like, you know, because man, I, if I sleep on my, if I, I like sleeping on my stomach, but if I sleep on my stomach, man, like usually my neck is like just tore up, my back is messed up. And if I go work out, then it'll, it'll make it worse. So I always try to be really conscious of that. And so like usually when I go in there and if I do go sleep, I'm on my, I try to sleep on purposely on my back straight up. And that leads to me snoring. When it does, I think that's what, what causes it. Like me snoring, sleeping straight on my back. That's that. If I sleep on my side, I'm cool. If I sleep on my stomach, I'm cool. But just, yeah, if I if I sleep on my back, I know, I, I'm. I guess that's what I'm. I'm thinking that's what's causing it. So I don't know. Just, I just gotta tell your out. wife just to hit you with that hard elbow on the side when you snore. Yeah. You'll wake up and turn. Everything will be good. Right. So I'm Ryan. On the couch what's now. the uh, what's the next randomizer? Who's the next person <laughs> on your? Randomizer? I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna go next so you can go last so I can stop hearing about it. All right, so but you still didn't go first. That was a whole complaint. So you oh, still I'll, I'll go first next week. Make sure you remind me. Make sure you remind me to go first next week with the randomizer. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, right. Yeah, I just kept pressing it until it said Paul. So <laughs> my weekend brownness was Gabrielle Union because it was nice and chocolate. Mm. Nice and chocolate this week. Got a chance to where I want to start at. Um, Friday night, of course, I got a chance to watch some movies. Kids getting a little older, so I can say, hey, y'all go in y'all rooms. We don't want to be bothered. Get out. And I can, you know, feel feel uh, safe that, that they're okay. So I uh, got a chance to watch some movies. I watched uh, <laughs> I watched uh, Gabrielle Union's Breaking In. Actually, was a good movie. I was surprised. It was real good. Because, you know, Gabby, she usually plays the uh, the snarky black woman role. You know the snarky, cute black chick on every mm-hmm. movie, but this time mm-hmm. she got a chance to to show us a little a little fear. She was a little, a little crying, a little anger. So I liked it. I liked it. So she got a chance to to do quite a bit in that movie. So if y'all see that somewhere, uh, check it out. Um, also watched uh, <laughs> I watched Paid in Full. <laughs> oh I yeah, Paid in Full. I Classic. had never seen Paid in Full ever in my life, but uh, as you know, Paul. Uh, uh, what's his name? It's always talking about it. Oh yeah, on the other on, podcast on the, yeah, yeah. on the back-to-back podcast. And so Jade, and so I keep I keep saying when I see it somewhere, I'm gonna watch it. It was on Netflix, so I'm like, I asked my wife, "Have you seen this?" She's like, "No." I'm like, "Let's watch it." I watched it's, it. it. Also, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's pretty a, good. It's a true story. It was based on a true story. I mean, it's it's like kind of a legendary, you know, New York, you know, kind of you know hood story. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's kind of yeah, wild. You got to get some type of probation, like maybe just twenty-four hour probation that you ain't seen paid in full before now, dude. That's a my rule is I don't I don't watch gangster movies. I hate them. I don't want to watch mm. no drug dealer movies either. So I'm out. So that's just how it is. If I was like, oh, what is it about? Oh, dealing drugs. I'm out. So that's how it goes. Were you? I, were you? Who did you think was a better actor, Cameron or Noriega in the movie? Cameron. Cameron was cold because Cameron was just Cameron. I was like, oh man, this movie needs to be about Cam. Like they should, they need to do a. the Well, he's dead now, so they can't do that. Spoilers, but uh, or in jail, maybe yeah, when no, he gets out, yeah. maybe they should just do uh, pay the full part two, Actually, and just have you know, it, have Cam take back the streets. You know, every now and then I get on little ghetto tangents and I, I look up stuff on the internet, and that dude is supposed to be either getting out. He's already just got out recently, or he's getting out soon. But you know, he's like in the in the witness protection program or something like that. So there might be a part two to this coming. I, I Are those know, like Dame's uh, people that he was slanging with or something? 
No, nah, man, this is just like a famous like uh, like some, like okay. crew up in uptown. So this is uh, Rich Porter is the dude's real name. If you go- if you Google Rich Porter, that's the guy that got killed. So that's um, that's uh, Mackay Pfeiffer's character. Uh, and then I forget the the person that's uh, uh, and, but then the third dude uh, his his name's Alpo. So and you can hear him like on some raps. Like if you hear like oh, okay. yeah yeah I heard if you hear like like Nas talks about Alpo and 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 and, and Illmatic. There's a part there's a couple other parts that talk about Alpo, and that's so that's that's the Cameron character. But he doesn't get killed. He run you know he goes down to D.C. and gets involved with some some you know big time drug running down there and then stuff goes and he goes to jail blah blah anyway but he was the one that you know kind of set the whole story off so like you just had to look at look same at all old, that stuff like that same yeah. old drug dealing story then yes that's why I don't watch drug no dealers. no no the whole end part man that's with the, the kid the brother and all that man that's some, that, that stuff really happened that's some wild stuff man that's, that's okay. it's a really interesting story you gotta look into it man okay well, I'll check it out then uh, I guess the other movie I watched was uh, Till Death Do Us Part it was stupid I'm not, you know, I'm out on that. I don't even want to talk about it. But uh did have a chance to. We had a um, thing at church Saturday morning. Uh, so that was pretty black. Invited the people out. It was, quote, unquote, a pray day. But we, uh, you know, gave everybody a prayer, had some hot dogs, uh, played some games, uh, played some black volleyball, because we all know black volleyball is different from regular volleyball. In the sense of don't nobody in black volleyball set up nothing. There is no set or bump set spike. It's just get the ball over the net. And that's just what everybody was doing. It's like two people that are actually athletic. Everybody else is trash. Those people run around. And uh, you just got to try to keep the ball uh, on, to the other side of the net. And that's it. So I don't know with, if y'all with, ever play a black volleyball. With a menthol cig- <laughs> While you're holding a menthol cigarette in your mouth while you're playing. Nobody <laughs> at the church thing was had a menthol. But <laughs> yeah. Black and miles, Paul. Black and miles. Come oh yeah. Oh man. Hey, look, man. I found a black and mild in my in my yard from from our relatives. Still there? <laughs> they just tossed a man. How you gonna How you gonna come to my house? Just eat my food. Stay in my house, and then toss your black and miles like up, up under up under the tree line, man. Come on, man. Anyway, it's pretty black. Pretty That's black. pretty black, man. So, yeah, so how was How was your week, Ishmael? My week was was pretty solid. Um, let's see. My week was actually pretty. Pretty boring, pretty tame, pretty mild, but there. Hey man, are... we gotta we gotta get with you beforehand so we can start getting you a person, a shade of brownness or blackness, so that we can really, uh, you know, stick. Paul with didn't name his either, so yes, he I did. did. I did. Yes, he oh, did. You say? I said Carlton Banks, man. Don't come with me that with See? that. I, I do it every. Me and week, Paul man. do it every week. You gotta yeah, get on, get on board, yeah. man. Are you part yeah. of the show or not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. So for my week in blackness, I got a story because not a lot happened. I did go to see Black Klansman last night, and I oh, thought yeah. that was that was pretty good. It was uh, interesting. There were a couple parts that were too long. I feel like Spike Lee just he could have cut that down by about fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. Um, but overall, it was a good movie, so I was glad to see that. But my partner's daughter. Has it out for me. Like, she's trying to get your boy killed, man. What? <laughs> and Yeah, I almost had a hit on my head. And what happened is, actually, I think I shared with y'all in the group chat, but I'll share with the listeners, too. So, earlier this week, I'm at work. I'm chilling, working. See a text on my phone. 
And my homie's telling me that his young daughter, she's about three years old, told him, you know what? You are not my daddy. And he's Uh-oh. like, okay, all right. Yeah, well, you know, who's your real daddy then? And she <laughs> yelled out, Uncle Ish! <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> so he's sending out the group chat. And, of course, he, you know, he's sending out good fun. But I'm like, you never know, man. You know, daughter could be trying right. to start some smoke. She's dry. She's putting thoughts into his head. Now he's probably looking at me every time I come to his house wondering why she would say that. You know, her big sister told her, no, don't say that. Don't say that. But now I feel like I got this man going to be looking at me sideways every time I see him. All will, because man. his daughter. Yes, is, he will is, because he can try to pretend like he played it off like it was nothing. But anytime anything come up that might be, if you come out the kitchen and he wasn't in there, he going to be like, what this thing is doing in my kitchen? Right. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah, man. So I got a target on my back. But you know what? It's, it's all to the good. I am not the father. Uh, I think I will take a wow. DNA test to prove that. Um, but. You know, your boy is your boy is under the spotlight right now. So that this was remind, my weekend black. This reminds me, next time I go to Mexico, I need to look around, find some of these kids. Issues <laughs> time down there in the in the developmental, the Mexican developmental league. I'm sure there's a few yeah, little issues running around down there. Like Six foot two, dark skinned Mexican kids named Ish Ish <laughs> Junior running around dunking on folks, eating at two in the morning, eating tacos at two in the morning. No say, no say. Hey, but Ish, I did have one thing for you. So I no. So, what, what were they calling you down there in the Mexican league? I know you had a nickname. What was the nickname? I didn't have a nickname. I wasn't in the Mexican league, man. I played <laughs> you played one in game. the game. Played you played in, in the Mexican game. league championship they, game, they though. Probably they probably called me in. El Negro. It's like black <laughs> dude that's dunking on everybody. However, you say that in Spanish, that's what they call me. Uh, <laughs> hey, but Ish, I did have one. So, so I, you know, I I did have one thing I wanted to mention to you. I forgot about this. So yesterday, got up early. Wife and kids still asleep, come downstairs, put on a little Netflix. I couldn't, again, my, my age-old problem with Netflix, couldn't find anything to watch. So somewhere in the back of my head, I recall yeah, Ish rem- recommending telling me to watch something called Terrace House. Terrace House. I put this mess on. <laughs> Dog, what in the hell? First of all, you watch way too much reality TV. Every time Ish recommends a show to me, it's something reality-based. It's either the the, the black dudes down in Mexico playing hooping, or it's some weird Japanese reality show. And so this is what Terrace House was. I watched the first episode. I couldn't make it past the first episode. Which which one? Which season did you watch, though? Which one? Uh... God, I don't know. I guess the one for Netflix. It was the one for Netflix. But there's a Aloha State. There's no way. No, it was was the one in Japan. It was Boys and Girls. No. this dude watched all what different What is it? Boys and Girls something. Yeah, no, it's not Boys and Girls. It's not Aloha State. It was... Uh, so, Opening was, New Doors. Opening New Doors, yeah. Okay. So, it was it was like the... And, but look, fam, why do they walk in the house? And they, <laughs> so, like, one dude's a professional skateboarder and, or, or uh, yes, uh, no, snowboarder and one chick's a hockey player. Why do they come in with the hockey stick in their hand and the snowboard in their hand? 
and I was like, that is the dumbest ice spray. I was like, this is not real. This is the dumbest thing in the world. Because they're moving in. Like, they're literally moving into that house. So they have to bring all their stuff. So why would okay, they but not you don't, need, you don't. No, the one girl, like, lived in the town, she said. But she was like, I got to bring my hockey stick. It's, like, not even cold outside. Like, what, what, did you, what are you doing coming there with the hockey stick? But anyway. Dude, because they live don't, and they move. Anyway. She moved out of her house and moved into that house. So they fam, have do, to live. Fam, do not give defend me, it. Give me do not three defend episodes. It. Give do me not three defend episodes. It. If you don't like it after three episodes, then it's all good. But give it three. Give it three. All right, I got through. I got through zero point six of this one. (laughs) Look, and let me tell you the part where I turned it off. So, so they sit there, they talk, and they they meet up with each other and stuff. Then they took take a little tour of the house. Then, like just like the real world shows back in the day, they decide like you know what bedroom. But they don't really have separate bedroom. They just got one bedroom for the girls, one bedroom for the dudes. Right. And they have like these little cubicles, and they like trying to decide like, okay, well, who's gonna get the top one, and who's gonna get the one over here, blah blah. These dudes, it's three dudes. One dude's 31 years old. One dude's like 22. Another dude's like 19. But these are grown men, dog. They sitting up the, in there with panda bear teddy bears and talking about like matching ones and sleeping with them. Oh, no. I was out, man. I turned that thing off. That right was, that I was one, like, dog. Yeah. I was like, that I'm out, was, dog. Just, just give it three episodes. That man, there better, was hey, hey, real talk. There better why, be wouldn't, like, why wouldn't he just start with the first 2016 uh, season? Because the one you told me to watch is not Open Doors. No, that's the boys, the boys and girls, uh, yeah. something. I can't remember the full name, but that's the first one. Like Unless there's graphic nudity in the next two episodes, I'm out, dog. I'm just letting <laughs> you know. Unless there is extreme graphic nudity, I am not watching this mess ever again, and I'm never listening to another ish suggestion on a, on a, on a <laughs> reality show. Three, gotta give it three episodes. All right, but uh, but all right, let's go ahead. Let's move on, Ryan. What do we got on the agenda for today? All right, first news story is uh, breaking news from, was it this morning? Or was it late yesterday? Yeah, that was I feel like it was this morning. Yeah, this morning uh, there was a shoot, a mass shooting in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, where um, uh, a shooter attacked fellow players at a Madden tournament um, down in, uh, like I said, in Jacksonville, Florida. A 24-year-old uh, fatally shot himself as well as several others. Uh, how many people were killed? It said 11? Is that right? No, no it, it keeps going down. Shot. It keeps going down now. The last two. I saw was three. Oh, it said three two. two. Yeah. It said CNN says two now. So they were saying four earlier, and they okay. said three. Now they said so. It's weird. Like usually, that's usually good. with these things, it always goes up, but here it's going down, which is kind of crazy. But that's yeah. I guess that's good, actually. Yeah. So apparently, uh, there was a, a gaming bar down there inside of a Chicago pizza. Uh, they were having a tournament. It was a nationwide tournament, so people were coming uh, over from all over the place. Uh, and ultimately, they would play in Vegas for a first place prize of one hundred twenty five thousand. And uh, this was the, I guess, one of the first uh, qualifying events or whatever uh, to start playing. And uh, apparently, things went sideways. Yeah, it sounds like it, man. It sounds like the dude just lost, and he had a few screw loose, and obviously had access to weapons and. Just can't wait, you know. Just, just like we joke about, you know, a few episodes ago when we were talking about basketball about and du- yeah. yeah, hooping. Dudes going to the going to the trunk and and pulling things out, but this dude really did it. The crazy thing in the video is like we were talking about before the call, before the uh, we started up recording was this dude had this dude had infrared scopes on on these guns, man. He was using them, you know. And the, I guess it was a little dark in there where the where the dudes were playing. So he went out to the car, came back in. He must have had this all. So I don't know. It kind of makes me wonder, like, was this all just spur of the moment or planned out? Because the dude is not from Florida. They say he's from Baltimore. Obviously, he had to drive. He must have dro- driven down there to bring his guns down there. So part of me thinks this is this probably was all premeditated. 
And this was just kind of his way of like, hey, either I'm going to win this tournament or I'm going to go out like this, which is which is sick. Uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be a lot more stuff to come. But of course, you know, everybody's, we can't rush to judgment. We have to make, we can't, you know, we can't decide what's, what's you know, what was it mental health? Was it this? Was his parents didn't hug him enough? Blah, blah. No, man, just we get these guns up out of here. Mental health. We can always say it's mental health because it always is. If you decide that you're going to shoot people that are not uh, shooting at you, you got a mental health issue. What do you think, Ishmael? Hmm. I mean, yes, do I think most of those people have mental health issues? Yes, but that doesn't mean that you're insane or that you shouldn't go to trial. Yeah, there's a difference between, you know, not being fit to understand what you're doing or to stand trial or whatever. I know we had that that other uh, mass shooting case where the shooter just got deemed unfit for trial, so now he's going into a you know, basically a mental ward for a while, and they said they're going to try to get him back to where he is fit and can stay in trial. Was that the people, Waffle House shooter? Yes. Yeah, that okay. was a Waffle House shooter. Um, this, obviously, this just happened in a day. We don't know full details, so I don't like to, to go into deep conversations because by the time this airs, things may be different. Um, but, again, this was a guy who played in the tournament who, you know, was a gamer and uh, got mad that he lost and, and came back and, and started shooting. And what's crazy about it is, you know, not to racialize everything, but a lot of times with these mass shooters, it's people of the majority. But yet when you look at like the FBI, what did they do? They labeled black identity extremist. You know, they had this group where they're surveilling Black Lives Matter and they're surveilling people who were like marching for peace. And the FBI has a microscope on them, but all these shooters that are coming out, these mass shooters, number one, they're not watching them, and number two, nothing gets done about it. I mean, that's the sad thing. After um, Parkland, you know, I figured if nothing happened after Parkland, like nothing's just going to happen, at least not right now. So hopefully, you know, the younger uh, generation that's coming up and beginning to vote, they will make this a key issue because the people in power right now, I mean, the Republicans, just they're not going to do anything about it. Yeah. So, uh, of course, there's uh, there's video of it. At least uh, they were live streaming the event. And, uh, you know, the game, while the game was going on, you can hear the gunshots ring out and you hear screams in the background. And uh, apparently uh, one of the guys that was featured in that particular scene uh may have lost his life as far as we understand. So uh, yeah, definitely want to send out up. condolences. Yeah, definitely want to send out condolences uh, to everybody involved in that, man. It's, it's messed up. And uh, just hearing, the, seeing people's tweets and stuff like that, and a couple of people that survived, one guy said he was lucky because it only hit his thumb and right. things like that. But, you know, it could have been a lot worse than even it was. I mean, first of all, I don't know. I don't know what could, what's so serious about you losing the Madden game, dog. If anybody that's played right. Madden before, you gonna find somebody that's way cooler at Madden than you. Don't you have Xbox Live? Like you probably gonna lose quite a bit if you playing anybody. But uh, right. yeah, that's just the world we live in. People can't can't handle nothing. Yeah, what happened to throwing the controller? Like right, you know, you that the used to be the worst of it. Like all right, <laughs> right. But you gotta straight go screen, and maybe. get a gun and shoot. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. know, some of the gamers I know were mad because they said that. I guess there wasn't adequate security up there. Um, man, but how but, much security can you man, have? What kind of security for a guy, a guy with right with, with lasers, laser pointers? Come on, man. Before a Madden tournament, though, it's a Madden tournament. I shouldn't need no security for that, man. Come in here and play the game and go home, dog. That's it. That's all yeah, we came here sh- for. 
you shouldn't need security, but it's clear that the climate right now in America, like no place is safe. They shooting up churches, they shooting up waffle houses, they shooting up gaming uh, events. Anywhere can get shot up. So it's like yeah. if you putting on we any just, type of we public just can't event, expend security everywhere. We just can't exactly. But what you can do is what. Do some type of gun About control. About the guns. Like, All I know is I definitely, I know, I know back in the day I definitely uh, tossed one of Ryan's uh, controllers after a fit of rage and mad <laughs> against him. And I, I, th- I know I'm he sure definitely I gave me the- some of your fake cowboys. Yeah, and I know, I, I know he definitely, no, I use, uh, come on now. First of all, I did not use the cowboys back then. I used, I used the Broncos. Thank you very much. It was Ed we McCaffrey got it on tape. torching you every bro. single time. We got it on uh, tape, but go ahead. Uh, but yeah, Ryan definitely looked at me like crazy. Like, you better pick that up. <laughs> I picked it back up. I picked it back up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> All right. Guess we're going to move on from that one. We'll follow up with it if anything interesting comes out of it, but we couldn't uh, just let a podcast go by and we don't talk about it. So, right. what we got next on the agenda? All right. So, a little bit of an easier topic. Uh, no black cat suits allowed. So, the, the French Open has, after uh, Serena Williams wore a. Uh, tightly fitted black cat suit uh in her last uh tournament the french open says oh no 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 we can't have that kind of thickness around here and so they have now uh instituted some type of a uh a rule or a law that uh you cannot wear those outfits did y'all get a chance to read this story or see her uh explanation about why she was wearing it yeah, uh, yeah, I read the story. That is why I clicked on the link. It had nothing to do uh, with the photo of Serena Williams in a cat suit. I just read every word in the story. So that is why I clicked on it. That is why it's in my favorites. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. Paul? <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, man, like, like, I don't know. I'm kind of mixed on this, man. Like, I mean, like, like Wimbledon has... Uh, dress code and so like it's just you know play some places have it you know you know tennis is a little different just weird i mean like other sports have it too like the yankees man they make you have to you can't have no facial hair on the yankees i mean i kind of get that back in the 70s or 80s or something like that but like it's 2018 like why do you guys care these dudes have facial hair but hey you just know that like you sign up like okay when i go play for the yankees i could have a goatee you know i could have a goatee my other team but here i can't do that i gotta i gotta have a, a mustache a clean mustache at the most that's it and then you go over here to the, you know, Wimbledon, and they got make you wear all white. Now I don't know if they have a, a restriction on, on cat suits being all white, but they, you know, you got to wear all white. Everything got to be white, 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 white shirt, white shoes, white mm. shorts, mm. all white, huh? All white, everything, you know. So, okay. so like, you know, I don't. The article that I, that was sent doesn't really get into like the the mind state of why they put a a dress code into into the French Open. Could it be solely because of, of Serena? I guess. Oh, it uh, is. Which, which is, which is unfortunate. I mean, like I, I saw the outfit. It didn't. I mean, well, I mean, Paul, look, look, if right. Maria Sharapova were wearing this cat suit, would anybody care? I, I think so. Because you be looking at that pancake booty. Who wants to see pancake <laughs> booty out there, man? Come on now. But would it be, would it be outlawed though? They might be like, ah, no, she'd shit. be on the That's front not, of uh, French yeah. Open magazine. Look, first of all, sorry, Maria Sharapova ain't gonna be out there now. Like you know, Anna Kournikova's out there in the cat suit. I say, oh, I say, oh, come, okay, 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 you know, but. 
Yeah. Anyway, man, but it, it don't, it don't, first of all, like, as, as I've said in many previous podcasts, I am team all booty meat, so, like, I'm good with the cat suit. I don't have no problem with it, but, man, you ain't hiding that thing on Serena. She can wear whatever skirt she wants. You're going to see that thing from outer space, so it's, it, don't, it don't matter, man. Ain't, ain't nothing hiding that. Right. They can put her dress code, it ain't, ain't going to matter. And she's probably going to win anyway, so who cares, man? But I love the French Open. Well, actually, that's my favorite. That's my, actually my favorite uh, tennis tournament in the, in the world. Well, here's my thoughts about... That So, number one, the president basically admitted that he was changing the rule because of Serena. He said that, you know, his quote was, I think sometimes we've gone too far. And I think in subsequent interviews, he said that that really was the difference in where he feels like he needs to make a change because he doesn't want people to come out in that. So, Serena's the reason they're changing it. There's really no doubt about that. And, and the she's, difference, worn that, she's worn that suit somewhere else before, I think. I've seen it. Before. I don't know if she's worn that, um, but she does. She does wear the um, what do you call it? I don't know, like the bodysuit sometimes, yeah. or she'll wear tights, or she'll wear compression material because she's had that pro- problems with blood clots. She almost died after she gave birth. So part of this was like literally a medical reason, um, which makes it even more odd that you're going to take that stand. But secondly, the difference between that and Wimbledon. Wimbledon has had those rules forever. Like yeah. they've had those old archaic rules. A lot of the players don't necessarily like them, but it is what it is. It's been that way. So Wimbledon, you can kind of get a pass because this is this is how it's been. With the French Open, they're in 2018, and then they're trying to change and go backwards. They're trying to say, oh, you know, you can't wear this. You're too sexy. You're showing off too much. I mean, that's the reasoning behind it when like ryan said if it's a different player that's wearing it then they're not going to have that same reaction or that same issue so i think it's silly it's unnecessary let them women go out there and be comfortable and do what they do when you look at when you look at biking i'm sure the french cycling contest was everybody everybody wear those little body suits would they put some sweatpants on maybe i'll watch some biking but i don't want to see them in them speedos So I'm, I'm scrolling through Twitter and I guess like they're, they're pulling up a video. There's a there's a picture from a, a chick from the eight, 1985. I don't know if it's at the French Open or not, but she wore a white cat suit and it yeah it doesn't have the same appeal as Serena wearing a cat suit. In imagine that, imagine that. So yeah. I found it's it just... funny that uh, a sport which allows women to wear literally like uh, the shortest skirts of all time, where they right. have little panties underneath that you can see. And grunt, and grunt, yeah, every five and grunt. Yeah, and grunt. Yes, <laughs> every five seconds, they then have a problem with uh, a uniform. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's also kind of wild that it's in France. I mean, it's in Paris, and so like that's where all the you know the forward fashion, you know, all the designs, and you know that, that these are these these you would think are pretty. I mean, you're not going to this tournament if you're poor, more likely living in Paris. So these are like you know these are elite elitist type people. You think they're fashion conscious, things like that, and then they're, hey, they're coming with a restriction, which is it just seems so so backwards. But, but hey, they need yeah, to be but, careful because Serena doesn't pulls out. I mean, she's, so, I mean, she's the biggest tennis star in the whole world. I mean, okay, maybe maybe, maybe Jokovic or some of those dudes, but for for women, she, no, she there's is. no one close. So I mean, they they, they, they gotta watch it. She to go, and we see this often with like women newscasters or whatever, where. You see the thick newscaster and people are like, oh, why do they let her dress like that? And they're like, she's wearing the same thing that the other newscasters are wearing. She just fills it out differently. So whenever there are uh, black bodies who, if they're well endowed, 
then people want to say something and, and get their panties in the bunch, quote unquote. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of it. I think it's a silly rule. Serena didn't really seem to care. She said she talked with the uh, president about it. She said everything's cool. It's no problem. So Serena don't care. I guess I had to I had to let it go. Make sure she's gonna wear a white one and we're gonna see what happens. Yep. Change the rule again. All right. So I'm sure Serena look good in a white one too. How about that? Oh yeah. All right. So Paul, this next topic is yours. Are we gonna do the this br- one? The, right. brat, the brat the brat is the, the broke. Brat. What's yeah, going on with her? The brat is the broke. So everybody knows the the rapper the brat from the nineties, early two thousands, unfortunately. Uh, came out this week that she she filed for bankruptcy with sev- over seven million dollars in debt. Uh, a large portion of that seven million dollars in debt is is a judgment against a former cheerleader. I forgot which team she cheered for, but the rapper uh, must have busted her over the head with a bottle during a 2007 oh, nightclub brawl. Oh yeah, I forgot that's about crazy, that. Dude. And that's so that's crazy. Where, and so that's crazy that I mean that was 2007 and now it's 2018. She still owes. Six point six point four from her, yeah, and of the seven, that's and basically, yeah, and basically, yeah, that's what's basically forcing. I mean, she'd probably be okay. She'd probably be, you know, making coming out okay if she didn't have that 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 judgment against her that's been hanging over her head. So anyway, she she filed for bankruptcy, and man, it just kind of you know, it's just kind of you know, symptomatic of a lot of problems. I mean, there's a lot of problems with with you know the, the music business and you know how record sales have gone bad, but you know, just always kind of. Finance is kind of interesting to me, and it just kind of always like, man, kind of hurts my heart when you hear these people like, you know, they they were doing good for themselves on top of the world, and then they, you know, you, you know, something bad like this happens, and then man, you see like a few years later, like it's it's all gone, man, it's all gone, and it's like, how do you how do you recoup, you know, to you know have a stable a life because you know you didn't really go to school and things like that, and you don't, and obviously you don't have any much assets that you can hold on to, so it's just. It's just tough, man. I don't know. What, what do you guys uh, think about this one? I don't know. I feel like I feel like the brat's gonna be good. I feel like this may be a way to get that judgment over your head because if you got if you owe whatever six point four million, I mean that's a huge thing over your head. But she's still a celebrity. I don't know if she's still on the Ricky Smiley morning show. I know she was on that for a while, at yeah, least. So I feel like as long as you have a decent amount of celebrity like you'll be good i mean mike tyson was a person who blew you know whatever 150 200 million 300 million um but he's good now like he still had that celebrity he was able to leverage that to do some different things so i think the brat will be good i think she probably needs to do this to get that from hanging over her head but i think she'll be good she make more money than me i'm I'm sure that so i'm gonna say that I'm gonna blame it on the music industry. This is one of those situations where Jermaine Dupree, yeah, where uh, an artist is likely not paid their worth for the product that they're putting out. Like uh, all her raps that she was doing or features, I don't know what kind of touring she was doing at the time, but you can't say you shouldn't be able to say that you were the greatest, uh, one of the greatest rappers of your time. And then for whatever reason, you don't have your $6 million. Cause it's not like her, her, uh, expenses on here are ridiculous. It says that she owes 1.25 to Sony music. Why does she owe Sony music? Anything Sony music should owe her. Cause, I'm you, cause, sure. cause you got to recoup, man. That's all. That's how it look. I don't want to hear nothing about no recouping. These are your business expenses, sir. Yeah. Do you want me to put out this album or not? 
No artist should be signing on any kind of deal where they have to give any money back to the record label. This is your expense. How much you going to pay me out of it and give me a percentage? That should be how it works. And uh, one day we got to stand up and say, hey, we're not doing it that way. And if it, if the best way to do it is to go on title and do your own thing, let's go on title then. If it's better for you to put your own music out yourself, put your music out yourself. But at some point we got to stand up and say we're not going to do this because there's no reason for her to be on, in debt based on what she's got. She literally has a 99 Mercedes. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's not like she balling out here. She ain't got no Bugattis on this list. She got a '99 Mercedes, a 2014 BMW, and then it's a 328i, which we see all the time on the regular streets. This ain't the big ones. This is the little one. Say, and then she got a Jeep Wrangler. She ain't balling out. Yeah, I feel like nowadays in the music industry, like you see more of that because now it's really based more on personality and there's so many avenues available 20 years ago there was no title 20 years ago there was no soundcloud or there weren't these avenues for people to put themselves out like that so you had a few people like master p and no limit they were kind of able to do the independent thing but for the most part you had to have a label to really get on the radios wouldn't even play you nowadays with youtube and all these other avenues I just named, like artists can get on for themselves. That's why I think you're starting to see artists have more, uh, their contracts are just more in their benefit than the label. Now, the label's still getting paid, but they just not bending that. the people over like they were back in the day for some they doing, they doing 360 deals now so you gotta they taking all of your money. They taking something from every, every uh, way that you can get money they want a piece of. Well, that, they're going to do that. The record labels are they still going to do that, before. but there are people who are able to succeed without that. There are people who are able to get around that. So yeah, it's not it's your only far, option. Pretty few and far between, though. So yeah. I don't know. It's still a lot of. I still think it's a a huge uh, uh, hill to climb to try to do it because they, uh, you know, Chance the Rapper was saying that as far as his when that one song, he was like they they literally is trying to stop him because he was trying to do his own music. You know, you start trying to blackball people that are working with certain artists and things like that. You know, so it's a lot of uh, gangsterism in the music business. For oh, sure. for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, so just wanted to speak on that. So uh, let's see what else we got out here. You want to talk about Wendy's? Wendy's, Wendy's, Wendy's? Yeah, let's talk about Wendy's. All right. Well, we can, we can just make this short and sweet. So, uh, if people don't know, Adrian Bronner is a is a boxer. He's he's actually a pretty good boxer, but he has a very colorful personality. I guess that's probably the the, the kindest way to put it. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a clown, wouldn't, wouldn't you say? Ish. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So so this week, Adrian Bronner, you know, he's always on on social media, always posting little videos, thinking he's funny, things like that. Anyway, he decided to go into a, a local Wendy's uh, this week. And for whatever reason, he decided to offer uh, any one of the employees $10,000 in cash to quit their job right then. And you don't need to look at the video, but <laughs> nobody took the, took him up on the offer. And the reason this this this, this story came, uh, was near and dear to my heart is because my first job was actually at Wendy's. I think we talked about this one on one pod earlier. I didn't last but two months at Wendy's. Man, he could have came in there and offered me fifty dollars. <laughs> I would have been out, man. Look, I would, I would, have, I would have thrown that hat off so fast, took, taken that stupid shirt off, and those those uh, non those non slip uh, shoes, black shoes, and man, I've been out deuces. 
<laughs> deuces out of there, man. But, but what about y'all, man? When y'all, were, if y'all were that age working at at, at a Wendy's, would y'all have taken the ten k? Man, oh, initially, yeah, initially I thought like, uh, you know, yeah, they should take it. But then I really thought about it, and I'm like, well, if you think about it, you may not know who this man is coming in your restaurant. He's just some dude to you. Because exactly. I wouldn't know him if I just saw him. You know, y'all have to tell me who he is. And even after I saw his name on YouTube, I still didn't know who he was. So, you know, whatever. You don't know who he is. He's coming into your place of employment, talking that yin-yang. He, you would think he's just some drunk. You know, he got some money. Maybe it ain't real. Maybe it is. Who knows? You can't even look like you might take the money because you might get fired. Yeah. So you just don't know. So if you're sure and you, if Denzel come in there and say it, then maybe. But then it's do you trust Denzel? So it's not if you just want to say just about the ten thousand dollars. If it's just Wendy's, yes, I'm out. If I'm making less than ten dollars an hour, I'm out because I can go get another job making less than ten dollars an hour. You probably Man. making less than ten dollars an hour if you're working. <laughs> I believe me, I know this. Well, hey, some of them, some of them, you making quite a bit. Yeah, My stepdaughter working, make like eleven something. <laughs> and Express. If I'm working at any fast food joint, I'm taking that money quick now. Keep in mind, a lot of stores, anywhere where they take cash, what do they have? They have those little brown pins by the cash register so you could tell if that 20 is real or not. So I'm going to pull out that little pin. <laughs> I'm going to swipe that bill and be like, oh, this is good. I'm out. Peace. Because the thing is, with fast food job, I can walk across the street and get another one. It's not hard to find a fast food job. Now, if we're talking about our careers today, I'm sure it would take ten more than 10000 for us to walk away like that. But when you're talking about making whatever, $10 an hour, $8 an hour, $7 yeah. an hour, that 10000 is a big deal, and I can still go and get a fast food job. I could drive an Uber. I can, I can right. do whatever. And you can do something to, in the next three months. You can get another job. And still be in yeah. the green. In the next three days, if we're talking about fast food. Yeah, now, probably. again, where we're now career people, it's a little bit different. 10000 ain't really going, that ain't going to do it. So how much would it take for y'all today to walk out your job? Not wow. two-week notice. Like, I'm out right now. I've told you, I've told this before. I need $6 million. $6 million, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. I, look, man. But that's a ridiculous money. amount of money. There's no risk on your part about quitting your job, though. The point right. is, it's got to be an amount with a risk. Oh, oh you want What's the least amount? The least amount. 800000 800000 That's steep, bro. That's steep, yeah, man. That's still that's the least amount I need. Yes, I need I need I need several years, several 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 years of salary before I I can I can roll up out of there. But yeah, eight hundred thousand like, minimum. Life changing money, life changing money. Uh, man, I might say with hundred fifty thousand, I might walk. I think yeah, I'm good with that because I, I can do something with that. Move, go, you know, do what you want to do for a minute. Get a yeah, all expensive. I might. I might do it for give me give me like a a year of my salary and I'm good like I'm out really and I don't I'm not balling crazy because if I get a year of salary I know I can find another job within a year like I didn't been I didn't been unemployed for eighteen months before so I can't I can't I trust know, that but the, but the thing is again you can go and do the Uber you can go and do the little uh, I can't even of, get no unemployment if I quit. Yeah, but I got $100,000 in the bank, or I got whatever, you know, money in the bank. So, Man. I'm good. I don't need as much as y'all. So but, I, uh, guess it's, I guess it's different for me, because it's like, 
you know, I've been with the company so long. Yeah, like, you, I know you're how that much career, I got. So, yeah, yeah, so like I got like, you know, I'm looking at pension eventually and all, you know, like, you know, all stuff like that. And I'm, you know, healthcare, I'm like, man, no, nah, that, that, that would, it would take me a lot to just, you know, have to figure it back, figure it all out and stuff like that. So that's so why I'm yeah. like, no, nah, I, I need a much higher number. And that's so the like, big deal that healthcare, because oh, you, know, man, you start talking about deal. going on Cobra or something, that's, that's no joke. That's like a thousand dollars a month or something, you know, crazy right. like that. Um, so that that's why it changes. The older you get, the more money it's going to take because you got other things to consider than just that little bread. But if you 17, 18, 20, whatever, oh, yeah, let me get that 10K, dog. I'm out of here. Dog, when I was working at Wendy's, if a dude came in there with, with look, two blunts, <laughs> I would have been like, hey, I'm out. <laughs> just give me those two blunts. <laughs> and I'm good. And a, and a, and a thing of Tangeray, and I'm, I'm gone, man. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, Ryan, you see I added this other story right after okay. we started. It's boxing-related also. figured this will be a quick one, too. But we talked oh, yeah, about this in the chat a there. little bit. But okay. So all right. I wanted to talk about this as well. So oh, yeah. this was on PBC Premier Boxing Champions. Uh, a fighter, two heavyweights, were set to fight. Uh, I think it was, I don't know what day this was. I feel like it was like Friday. Thursday Friday. or something. Okay, oh, Friday. Friday. Yeah. And uh, Curtis Harper, my man, is, um, what was he, 13 and 5, and he was fighting a young prospect, F.A. Ajagba, uh, and this guy's, you know, tall, chisel guy. He's only had a handful of fights, but he's just been knocking everybody out. So they get, and this is a televised fight, they come to the ring, the referee gives them their instructions, he says, you know, come out clean, Here's the part. Don't punch below this part. It's a low blow. You know, sh- shake hands, shake them up. Give me a clean fight. Let's go. So they they touch gloves. Everything seems like a normal fight. They go back to the corner waiting for the ref to call him in. And Mr. Curtis Harper walked out the ring. He <laughs> said, Adrian Broner's not here with $10,000 for me right now. He said, so I got to go. So I know both of y'all saw the video. What did y'all think about that? It was really bizarre. We hadn't really seen anything like that to where he waited until they rang the bell for the fight, and then he just walked out the ropes, walked down the little catwalk, went back to the dressing room. Hey, I saw a lot of people talking like, yeah, he didn't want that whooping, he didn't want to catch that L. Come on, man, let's not be stupid. This dude is a professional fighter. And I was like, there's no way he's walking out of the ring unless it's about money. Pay me my money. It, it might have been about money, but, man, I'm, I'm looking at the dude. Just when they were showing the, the two dudes standing against each other. I mean, like, the dude, he, he definitely looked like a tomato can. Like, he, he was just there to take to, to, to take an L from the other dude. The other dude was, right. like, the other dude was like a, a good 6'4". That dude was huge. Yeah. <laughs> a good 6'4 and chiseled and looked like he been, he, he, don't, he don't do nothing but take protein shakes and, and hit that punching bag, that speed bag. That's all that dude does. Another dude, he's a big dude, but he was Curtis sloppy Harper. big. Look like he was just eating at Wendy's. Look like that's his diet. Yeah, just exactly. eating at Wendy's all day. I mean, the exactly. Baconator. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The extra Baconator, man. So, so yeah, I mean, so I don't know, but, I mean, in boxing, this is just, I'm, I'm surprised we've never, never seen it before. I'm sure it probably actually has happened in boxing somewhere. Somewhere we just don't have video of it or something like that. But, but it was definitely wild. The thing that tripped me out, though, was like, it wasn't a big fight. I mean, these aren't big names or like that. I mean, right. the one dude, he's a prospect. He's coming up. But, the you know, the dude that walked out, and I mean, no, nobody's ever heard of this guy. Probably his family is the only people that know he boxes. And uh, 
Man, there were people in the crowd like booing him when he's walking, and that, that the way the, the 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 ring was up with that long like kind of stage, you know, it was kind of elevated too. It, it and that must have been like the longest walk of that dude's life. Like man, like you know, people were just booing at him and stuff like that. And I wasn't expecting nobody to boo because I was like, you know, who knows about these? I mean, like there was like, some old white lady in the background, and she's just like, you know, mm-hmm. what are you doing? What are you doing? Right. Yeah, how could you? And I'm like, like why do you care, lady? Like <laughs> hey, she all paid stuff, her all, money. She wanted to see that fight. She wanted to see you, him get you, knocked man, out. Any boxing event, you just there for the main event. You and you just you go to any boxing event. You hope you're there for the main event, and you hoping maybe two or three of the undercards is, is is decent at that. And you're usually not even going to get that. So I don't really know what she was expecting, but that lady was she was super into it. So I thought it was cool. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. And Curtis Harper did say it was about the money. He said he didn't feel like he was getting paid uh, properly for that fight, and so he wanted to make a statement. Of course, the promoter, Ajabas, Ajabas promoter said, oh, you know, he looked into his eyes and he was full of fear and he ran out. I felt like it was mainly about the money, but I feel like he also did know that he was there to catch that L. So he knew he was about to get whooped. He's like, look, y'all not paying me enough to fight this big dude. So I'm out of here. So it, it was interesting. I almost I was trying to cue up the uh, the conspiracy music. Because I feel, I almost feel like oh, this you is set me. up. Hold up, I can get it, I can get it. I almost it. feel, now nah, it's too late. I almost like feel like this thing? is set up by the PBC. Mm-hmm. There you go. Because, like you said, Paul, this was an undercard fight. Nobody really cared about this fight. Nobody was going to watch this fight, really. And now, so many people have tuned in to see the highlights about this. People talking about that we talking about this on our show. So I feel mm-hmm. like the PBC almost set it up to be like, hey, this is a throwaway fight. We're going to pay you to walk out early so we can get some more views. Yeah. That's mm. my conspiracy theory. I mean, yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. Although I guess, I'm guessing the dude, uh, Harper, he's probably, I guess he's planning on never boxing again. Cause who's going to, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, his, his role is to just basically take beatings from these up and coming. That's what, that's what he's there for. To fill out cards and stuff like that. I mean, he's not a good boxer. It doesn't look like. It doesn't have a good record. Now his record is bad. I, it's not terrible. So it's, it's thirteen terrible. and six now. So he's going in thirteen and five. So, but he, but, he ain't trash. But he's yeah. Yeah, but he's not. A, he's not a serious boxer. He just right. he's just one of these dudes that they put up put up there to you know for the for these young up and comers. So like, but who's gonna take a chance on him to do even do that? So I mean, like, but it's probably just a side gig for him anyway. So I don't know, but. I mean, but hey, boxing is a shady sport. There's been a lot. I mean, at least this dude just walked about out of there. I mean, he could, he could have just taken. I mean, there were some dudes, Mike Tyson. I legit think. I, I think some of the dudes against Mike Tyson, they, they got hit with that one two real quick, and they were just like, okay, I'm just gonna go. That they just. I'd rather do. I'd rather just walk out after one second than, than take the one two from Mike Tyson, and I and I'd be you know pooping on myself you know for the next forty <laughs> years every day because and just you know punching at the wall for no reason. So I don't know, man. I, I I feel what the dude's talking about, but boxing's shady, and and we've seen dudes take dives and and a lot shadier stuff than that before. So that's how it is, man. Boxing's just I don't know. Gotta go. All right. Well, it seemed like that was a short and sweet episode. We are below the norm. We are below the average time. Ishmael, give yourself a round of applause. I know you are happy. I know you're happy. That's even with the the topic I added at the end. So I I saw a good old time. I'm like, let's go and get it in there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see. Where can they find us then, Ishmael, since we're leaving early? 
You can find the Black Delegates. We are on social media. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. You can follow Paul on Twitter at BoxWinePoppy. Follow Ryan at the Black Ryan. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at IshCreates. That's I-S-H Creates. We're also on Facebook at Black Delegates Pod. Um, you can listen to us. We're now on YouTube as well. So loading the past episodes on there. We'll catch up here this week is my plan. So you can catch, catch us on YouTube also. Paul, All right. if people want to help out the podcast we talked about, we got that four-star review a little bit earlier. What else can they do? Hey, go out there to iTunes or wherever you uh, find these podcasts at and rate us and review us and subscribe. That's the main things we want you to do. Rate, review, and subscribe. And Ryan, I know we talked about this earlier, talked about giving out the email address, and I kind of discouraged it, but I think we should go ahead and put it out there. So Finally! If listeners, if they have some questions, tell them how to get in touch with us via email. I have been waiting on this email release for the entire time this podcast has been on. Ishmael Consider has been against it. I keep telling this dude we got to do it because I personally would never, ever contact a podcast if I got to tweet it. I'm just not going to. I need my stuff to be private and you just read it that way. That's it. I don't want the whole world to see it. I don't want the whole world to respond. So you can find <laughs> us at the Black Delegates Pod at gmail.com. The Black Delegates Pod at gmail.com. So please email us. Hit us up because, of course, nobody has added me. I'm trying to get some haters, but I haven't said anything controversial. I'm a pretty fair dude, so I don't expect to say nothing controversial. But it would be nice if I had a little back and forth with the listeners. I would, I would like to uh, hear you all's questions or concerns, or, and uh, we'll, we'll read them on the air. Uh, and we'll go from there and answer any questions that y'all may have. Yep, so hit us up via email, hit us up via social media, and uh, tell a friend to tell a friend, as Paul likes to say. Yep. Anything else? That's it. Yep. Appreciate y'all for listening. All right. Peace. Deuce.